Extreme Anime Radio. Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Now streaming at twitch.tv slash extreme anime radio. With podcasts powered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash anime radio. Please note that our live shows are available to view on Twitch. However, portions of the audio recordings may be edited prior to podcast release. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio podcast in general. We appreciate your understanding and thank you for your support. city in the world broadcasting to fans of anime and Japanese culture and all other sorts of potpourri all over the world. Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. It is March the 3rd. Let me preface. It is March. I am JR and he is Nef Canuck. Hello, sir. Good evening. The way you emphasize March, you remind me that, you know, two months of this year has gone by and I'm like, where did it go? Where did it go? <laughs> Well, uh, we have uh, reason to be slightly optimistic uh, with uh, the rest of the year going through. Um, things are improving to the fact that we changed our quarantine for New York now. That came out uh, from Governor Cuomo, who decided to come out of hiding uh, after a few weeks. <laughs> well, considering everything that's going on in Governor Cuomo's life right now, I think hiding is probably not the most horrible of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, good news about COVID vaccinations. Um, it is now a week and a half since I've been fully vaccinated. Well, I received the second shot. I am fully vaccinated two weeks after the, the last shot. So on Sunday, I will be fully vaccinated. So you speak to the mothership off planet now. <laughs> I know there'll be a little bit of skepticism as to the definition of fully vaccinated, but um, now, um, you know, depending on what part of the country you're in now, um, things are getting a little easier or too much easier. Let, let, let's go, let's review things a little bit. So New York announced today that uh, if you are fully vaccinated within 90 days, you no longer have to quarantine if you come to New York State. Um, Pennsylvania has lifted its quarantine entirely. You still have to wear your masks. New York State, you still have to wear your masks. Uh, Vermont, if you're fully vaccinated for any length of time, you no longer have to quarantine. You still have to wear your masks. And then comes Texas. Texas, now, I have a great deal of respect for Texas. A lot of important people in my life are from Texas. But even my Parents and I are in agreement that, uh, yeah, lifting the state mandate on masks is just a little too quick. As I said uh, elsewhere, Governor Abbott of Texas obviously doesn't like human beings very much. And I happen to say to someone who comes from Texas, 
I said, I think he is a lizard person in a human skin suit. <laughs> the person replies, I won't take that bet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, Texas, it's just like, oh, dear. Yikes. Yes. So now uh, I believe the, the, the official language is strongly encouraged, but not required and you don't need you won't be you know fined or jailed if you don't wear a mask i think the worst that can happen now is that businesses can still ask you to wear a mask and um, police can still be called in to remove people from businesses who want them out like trespassing but that would be i think the biggest extent uh you know as far as that goes now, I'm going to remind my, remind the listeners and remind myself, is Texas open carry with their guns? I think so. That's what I thought. <laughs> okay, imagine some poor minimum wage person in a store saying to Tex as he walks through the door, sans mask, I'm sorry, sir. The manager says you have to wear a mask to come in here. Oh, no. How do you think that's going to end? Exactly. We don't. We mm. don't have to fill in the blanks with that. But uh... there and there won't be blanks involved. <laughs> There'll be live ammo involved. Oh, off the cuff in the first eight minutes of the show. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, after the day I've had today, which included a seven-hour Zoom meeting, I am completely off the cuff. And off my rocker, but that's besides the point. I understand, I understand. As far as I'm concerned, I have nothing to do because I'm now for the next uh, few weeks, I only work three days. Now you're bragging, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, folks, uh, for those of you watching on Twitch, we thank you for watching tonight. Uh, for those of you not on Twitch and listening to us on Anchor, if you uh, would like to follow all the activities and festivities on our Twitch stream, which include our podcasts and our various gaming streams now, please find us on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio. And those of you watching on Twitch, the reciprocal is true. Uh, visit our podcast at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio, the extreme anime radio podcast all over the place, basically. Um, Neff, uh, you were going with the same uh, background as uh, previous time we spoke, I guess. Yes, I'm still in Chaladia. I'm still failing miserably to, to put any serious time into Fate Grand Order because with everything going on right now, it's sort of like, okay, do I have the time to sit there for an hour and just, you know, farm? <laughs> and the answer right now is new. Hmm. <laughs> So, um, in Japan, uh, the cherry blossoms will be coming soon. And also, uh, today, March 3rd, is uh, considered Hina Matsuri, or Girls Day. So, it's very popular in Japan to put out traditional ornament uh, dolls of the emperor and empress and um, different other characters right there. As far as news in Japan goes, it looks like... Uh, a state of emergency will remain in Japan for about two more weeks, uh, the way things are going. And there is a big discussion right now, unfortunately, returning to the subject of COVID, whether or not uh, spectators will be allowed to a certain extent at the upcoming Olympics and Paralympics. It seems like uh, uh, they are hard bent on making sure the Olympics happen without a hitch. Well, there will be a hitch, whether they like it or not. Um, but the um, the latest news from Japan, Neff, seems to be they're leaning towards not allowing foreigners to come into Japan to watch the Olympic and Paralympic Games. There will only be a certain number of people in the arenas uh, from people who are already in Japan. Yeah, given the state of vaccinations throughout the world, hello, Canada, <laughs> as I smack my head violently and repeatedly, uh, I think the Japanese government would do well to say, sorry, but no, you can watch on TV like the rest of the world. People are still of the opinion that 
why are we doing the Olympics still? Yeah, a story I linked you to, I think, said 80% of Japanese citizens surveyed said the game should be postponed again or outright canceled. Mm -hmm. I honestly think that's a low number, to be honest. I mean, the only Mm. people who really want it to go ahead, honestly, are those who will make money. Right? (laughs) Yeah, everybody else is like, no. But, for example, in the United States, NBC is like, uh, no, we need the programming. Gimme, gimme, gimme. (laughs) Even though most of their programming wouldn't be live or be at strange hours because, of course, Tokyo is 14 hours away from the East Coast. Right. So it's like, yeah. It's a very interesting, uh, again, a very interesting topic of discussion. Um, one of the sports that will certainly not be included in the Olympics is Uma Musume. I'll think, yeah, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, that takes me to watching anime again. It feels like it's been ages since I've watched something. So I finally got started with the second season of Uma Musume. And it basically is a manga turned into an anime, and it's based on actual thoroughbred racehorses in Japan that have been given second lives and reincarnated as young women. Now, this leads me to a question. I'm assuming you're watching it on Crunchyroll. Correct. Does that mean you're now being exposed to their new website? They have a new website. Uh, no, because I, I logged in through Apple TV. I, I haven't been looking uh, at their website. Okay, because apparently they have soft-launched a beta uh, redesign of their website for those of us who access it on a computer. Uh-huh. I haven't had a chance to look at it myself, but I was planning to, and I'd hope that you would uh, had a shot at it so I could say, okay, this isn't for me. I'll just wait until they get all the bugs out. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's like that with a lot of places, you know, when Facebook uh, changes their layout, it's like the end of the world, isn't it? Well, the problem is Facebook took a layout that was boring, but functional. And on the computer anyway, turned it into this carnival of where is everything? (laughs) It's like, okay, I don't know where anything is anymore. I have to click here, click here, add for, you know, some sort of cleaning device or some sort of what's I call it, as opposed to just give me what I want. Hmm. But uh, now going back to um, Uma Mutsume, um, you really don't have to have watched the first season. It will help if you do, uh, because some of those uh, first season characters sort of make recurring roles in the second season. Uh, but the second season, our protagonist is uh, named after an actual horse that ran in the uh, early 1990s. Uh, Tokai Tail. Um, and the racing uniform for Tokai Tail reminds me of who was the main character in Angelic Lair? Hikari? Think of Hikari, but with ears and a tail, basically. Okay, now that is a mental image blink. <laughs> Almost. The same likeness. I saw her, and that was the first thing that popped into my head. But no, it's the um, it's the sort of rivalry between Tokai Teo and Majiro McQueen. Now, one of the drawbacks, maybe for some people, if they had that mindset, but to me, um, I'm thinking, um, you know, it's to my advantage, and I'm reading Beta's um, comment. No, he made the horsing around comment before we came on to the show. Just uh... Yeah, you, you see, I said nay to doing it live on air. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll give him a bucket of carrots for that. So um, the second season, and basically, again, when, um, these are actual Japanese thoroughbred horses that have been reincarnated. And your goal is to win the Uma Musume or... Um, the girl horse races and then the winners get to perform at a concert that evening, basically. So that's when I sort of, my attention goes like a little sideways at that point, but Hey, um, (laughs) but how do you go from horse racing winner to 
concert idol singer that that's a leap of yes. faith and i and i don't mean just you know a steeplechase leap of faith yeah exactly <laughs> uh, but i think that's where the the musume part comes in um but no um because i work in horse racing i know a little bit about some of the japanese horses and I know about the records of Tokai Teo and Majiro McQueen and a few of the others that are portrayed in the anime. Now, now keep in mind, they throw a lot of these characters at you. They sort of remind you who the lesser known characters are, but the, the main ones, they kind of remind you the first time and then that's it, basically. Um... They're all Grey Mare. Um, well, in the anime, that would be Mejido McQueen because the, uh, Mejido McQueen was a um, Grey Arone horse and the character has white hair in the anime. So the point I'm making, Neff, is that I have a funny feeling I know where this anime is going. And um, maybe I'll spoil it just a little bit, but also consider that, again... This is based on actual Japanese thoroughbred horses. Tokai Teo was a um, a candidate for the Japanese Triple Crown. So the American Triple Crown will be what? The Kentucky Derby, the Preakness Stakes, the Belmont Stakes, right? So mm -hmm. in Japan, you have the... Oh, boy. The Satsuki Show, the Tokyo Yushun... And some other show that I'm forgetting off at the top of my head. If I look this up real quick, um, I think I would have it, thought you had committed to committed it to memory. <laughs> I think it's the Kikuka show. Um, also, um, the the English name equivalents are the Japanese Two Thousand Guineas, the Japanese Derby, and the Japanese Saint Ledger. Basically, um, so. Tokai Teo wins the first two legs of the Japanese Triple Crown. And then I believe in real life, the real horse suffers a fracture after the Japan Derby. So that horse is unable to compete in the third leg of the Triple Crown in Japan. So Tokai Teo, when she's giving her concert after winning the Tokyo Derby, her trainer and a few of her cohorts notice that when she's dancing, she has a bit of a limp in one of her legs. And so she gets an x-ray scan and the doctor says, if you're still not at good pace, you're not running. So she tries and tries until the doctor finally says no. So the real life of... Tokai Teo is portrayed along with the other uh, horses that are portrayed in horse girl characters. Every time you say you say it, you 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 even have that mental hitch trying to get this whole thing out. Horse girl characters because you're trying to go. You're like, <laughs> my brain doesn't process this right. What's going on? <laughs> And yesterday I watched something that came in between seasons one and two that was released uh, the latter half of last year, Umayon, which is uh, has become very typical of some anime these days, the very, very short three-minute episodes of uh, random stories. Mm, oh, yeah, the, sl the slice of life bits, as I like to call those. Right. <laughs> Uh, but those are interesting. They take uh, interesting topics. Some go way off the cliff. Like uh, one of them was like uh, the all-female Takarazuka review shows. Um, one is a ramen eating contest. And, uh, well, I'm sure it's something. Umayon, it's also on Crunchyroll. You could probably sit down and finish in the course of an hour and you get the drift. Again, you really don't have to know too much about um, the earlier parts of the anime. And I don't think even the uh, the current anime that's going on now has any tie-ins much with the 
um, the short um, episodes. But the short episodes, some of them do include Tokai Teo as the main uh, narrator, if you will. So that's kind of a precursor to what leads into the second season. Um, <laughs> Kay is also listening tonight, and he's mentioning, uh, sounds like something I should know by heart, just like the Japanese rail lines. I don't know all the Japanese real lines, okay? Come on. Just 95%, okay? <laughs> well, okay, what would you like to know about Japanese rail lines? <laughs> oh, you, God. If you really want to pick my brain... Uh... <laughs> you know, when you're mentioning about things you're watching now, this is not anime-related except on a very, very uh, strange tangent. Uh-huh. Um, Disney Plus has started with the original Muppet series, The Muppet Show. Mm. So what did I do since I saw those things when they first came out eons ago? And Disney only ever released the first three seasons on DVD. So I go for season five, which is the mother load. Okay. Roger Moore episode, Christopher Reeve. Mark Hamill, R2-D2, C-3PO, Chewbacca in one episode. Linda Carter, the first Wonder Woman. And Shirley Bassey, who was the famous singer who did the opening for Goldfinger and Moonraker. Oh. Yeah. Funny thing was, the very next episode, they had a disclaimer at the front. Because Disney started doing that with anything that might have objectionable content. Yeah, I know. I, might, I haven't watched that episode yet. It's James Brolin as the guest star. Uh-huh. And I'm curious to see what was objectionable. Because, you know, again, when you're a youngster, that stuff doesn't really percolate. And you're just going, okay. But there is one episode I probably won't watch unless I'm sufficiently drunk. Or have someone to hold on to. Oh, no. Vincent Price. <laughs> because I'm sorry, Vincent Price creeped me out as a kid to the point where it's like, even the animated series he was in, and they just let just, just had his voice, I just sort of backed away. Because he <laughs> was just like, okay, tall, gangly gentleman, slightly creepy looking, and then he talks. And then he laughs like you do sometimes. <laughs> you mean... <laughs> so, so Neff can't listen to Thriller. That's what Kay says. Now, this, this happens... but His appearance on The Muppets is before Thriller, right? Yes, but speaking of Thriller, I actually had to w work in a show number with a bunch of my colleagues at a conference we did years ago uh -huh. for after dinner, after entertainment, I got cast as a ghoul to do the Vincent Price lines, including the laugh. Oh, no. Yeah. So you can well imagine I go full, you know, Vincent Price cackling and the entire audience just starts laughing uproariously because it's like, oh, my God, what's wrong with him? <laughs> Oh, no. So, yeah. I remember those cheesy C-type parties when I was a kid, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the last animated stuff he ever did was, oh, God, and I, I hate that I remember this, The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, which, if you've never seen it, JR, don't torture yourself. Watching that willingly is a sign of mental instability now. That's Wait, how bad it was. Beta just mentioned it. Yeah, and I apologize, I'm not in the chat, folks, but for some reason, my computer and Twitch have suddenly had an unamicable divorce, and I can't figure <laughs> out what's going on, so I'm not going to worry about it tonight. I'll fix it later. But, so it's like, okay, there we go. Ugh. Although there was one role he did many, mm. many years ago. Right. That that role I can watch, just for the sheer insanity of it. From the very old Batman TV series. He did one villain. Actually, no, he was on there twice. Uh, Egghead. Mm. Which is basically Vincent Price in a skull cap with an enlarged chrome dome and white tuxedo, egg puns, throwing eggs, including eggs, explosives. 
Yeah, it, it's as bad as it sounds, folks. <laughs> if you ever get the chance to watch, just watch it with alcohol. You will need it. <laughs> Going back to Uma Musume, I was uh, uh, looking at the um, uh, looking at the races that were mentioned, and yes, the race records. Oh, he was just plain scrambled. Then Beta's making a joke. Ouch. <laughs> But no, it's uh, it's an anime that I think uh, only has a few episodes left um, from what I looked up. Uh, if they're going the same course as the first season. Um, and now everybody's making egg jokes in the uh, in Twitch right now. Not over easy. Yolk it up, folks. Yolk it up. Not over easy or sunny side. It was an excellent episode of Batman, Caldeth says. I think Caldeth's brains are scrambled. Oh, <laughs> But, uh, Don't forget, folks, I might not be able to see you pun, but if Jared tells me about him, I can beat you at punning. <laughs> um, I um, I actually had some conversations in the last week with people I know in Japan. I'm keeping in touch with them, and um, they are doing okay, and uh, they are awaiting their turn for the uh, COVID vaccine. Um, and they're hoping that one day, uh, I can come back to visit and I'm like, well, we'll see what happens now that, uh, now that the Olympics are thinking about, uh, not allowing people from outside of the country in that kind of dampers my prospects of, uh, a quick reopening to visit the country again. Yeah. I think if anything, you're planning for 2022 at this point, mid 2022, Right. Now I I'm right now aiming for the end of 2021 as uh as the best case scenario because at least for us maybe by then if, if the trends continue going down, although you could make an argument now that it could be going like this for a little while longer. Um <laughs> Uh, if the trends continue, then maybe we'll be in a position that, you know, if we continue to mask up and whatnot, we'll be okay to an extent. Um, if not, um, I'll probably be visiting Canada. I, I fully expect that the border to Canada will be open by then. <laughs> well, whether or not I'm vaccinated by then, I got news for you. I don't know. Right. Because right. The, the targets keep moving. And certain areas are saying things like, we'll just, you know, start jabbing people with whatever vaccines we can get our hands on. Mm -hmm. And it makes me wonder, okay, what are they going to jab me with eventually when they eventually jab me? Right. You know, because it's like the town next to mine where they're having, you know, severe COVID issues, like literally north of north of where I live. Um, they've decided on their own, okay, we're going to start jabbing people who are over 80 years of age. Unfortunately, with their trend lines, I'm not sure they have many 80-year-olds left. Oh, no. Yeah. like that's, it, I mean, if you willingly go into that town right now, you have a death wish. Like, literally, you have your will made out, and you are just basically taking your life in your hands. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, the mayor of that town is like, it's not that bad. <laughs> Excuse me while I, you know, want to say a word I can on air. <laughs> Understood, understood. Uh, we do have some updates about Twitch, which we're going to pass along. And uh, I'm still waiting for that question from Kay about Japanese trains to see if I know the answer. Uh, let's see. Uh, is it Toronto? Flax asks no. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, although the northern, the northwestern section of Toronto oh, isn't Toronto. great. Okay, Toronto. Toronto, yeah. And it's actually the town of Brampton, which is north of Mississauga, which also abuts Toronto, where it's basically a virus cesspool. Mm. I have family that lives in that town. They can stay there. <laughs> <laughs> I want you nowhere near me or my or Mama Canuck. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a uh, quick break here and then we're going to come back and talk more about what's happening in japan japanese culture and news and uh, we'll talk about your comments in the twitch channel please stay tuned this is the extreme anime radio podcast we'll be right back 
Extreme Anime Radio is now on Discord. Join our Discord server for the latest news and updates about the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Support the podcast through Anchor at the $4.99 level or higher and receive exclusive perks, including access to our dedicated Discord supporters channel. You may even get a shout-out from one of the cosplayers of Extreme Anime Radio mascot, Sarah Yoshida, subject to availability. For links to everything XAR, including the Discord server and our homepage on Anchor, please visit our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Anime Radio. We welcome you back to the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. I am JR, he is Neff, and we uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're reading uh, a lot of the Twitch comments, or at least I'm reading a lot of the Twitch comments because Neff can't. <laughs> we used- like I said, you know, Twitch is just, the program has just decided, I'm not going to play this anymore. Yeah, a full reboot would fix you. <laughs> Let me just read uh, through the comments here. Um, Flax is asking, are there any anchor ads on the Twitch feed of the podcast? No, because they are anchor ads. <laughs> and they get inserted later. Um, Keiichi saying smooth... Oh, the Be Right Back music, smooth elevator jazz. Well, that's the only nice bit of free music we could find. <laughs> well, would you would you rather chunky elevator jazz? I don't even want to know what that sounds like, frankly. <laughs> We can give you the dubstep we've been playing before our gaming streams if you want. <laughs> Ooh, now that's not that's not what you want in an elevator. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, do, do, do. Um, Beta is asking, I'm not K, but is there any one line you can ride that connects all of the Japanese home islands? One line. Uh, sadly, no. Uh, you can easily get across to all four of the main Japanese islands. Um, you have the bullet train now that for the last few years has been running into southern Hokkaido from the Japanese mainland. Um, you have the bullet train that you can take to um, um, into Kyushu uh, from western Japan. And then you also have um, a rail line that has been connecting to uh, the fourth island of Shikoku, the fourth of the main islands, since the late 80s. It's not a bullet train, but there are ways you can get there. But to answer your question, no, there is not one line. Although, it is easy if you take, let's say, the main bullet trains. It is easy to get around. You can do it in the matter of hours or if you're going extremely long distance. Half a day. Um, if it's a long distance trip, uh, you could split it up into um, you know two days if you wanted to. Um, I really want to try the overnight ferry. Then uh, there are a few overnight ferries, uh, but uh, some of them include um, there are overnight ferries. I think especially along the southern coast of Japan. Um, I believe there's one that goes. One of the more popular ones goes from Nagoya. It travels overnight. It goes to Sendai in Tohoku, which is not too far away from where the big earthquake happened about 10 years ago. Um, and then it continues on from Sendai, and it goes to Tomakomai, which is in southern Hokkaido. And then from Tomakomai, you can, I think, take a bus and another train to get to uh, Sapporo, which is uh, the capital city of the prefecture up there. So, okay, this this travel knowledge will be for another show, I think. <laughs> but um, I also wanted to uh, give a quick update on our Twitch situation. We are affiliates. We now have... Uh, I'm going to check around here right quick. Okay, when you do that, JR, the only thing I can think of is Lav Mike. Lav Mike! <laughs> 61 followers which is amazing thank you so much um we have um now some emotes available um we have tier badges that are waiting to be approved by twitch uh that have been created by angela morbid heart designs they are now finished and we have to wait for twitch to approve them uh we also have um Badges for length of time that you are subscribed, I believe. So it's the X in the Extreme Anime Radio logo, the capital X. 
Um, so if I type in badge, you see what I'm talking about there. The badge looks like an X like that. Um, and I believe that's for a uh, subscription. Um, and the longer you subscribed, uh, the different color that you get. Oh, there she is. Hi, Angela. She is in the chat and she's watching. Means we have to behave. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she's, uh, she's again, she's um, given us the, um, the uh, emotes for the tears. Um, and also the point coins. We now have a design of a ballet shoe coin if you look really carefully where the points are. So uh, you're able to... Uh, around me, really, I'm the most misbehaved of all of us Sarahs, she says. <laughs> I Good have, to know. I have, I have to read your comments, Angela, because uh, Neff is unable to uh, look at the Twitch chat right now. Uh, let's see. Kay says that, uh, what, I gotta look it up here. Um, oh, Beta, actually. If I ever get to go to Japan, uh, he wants me and Neff to join so he could learn as well as hit some fun places. We've already mentioned well, about the karaoke, so that would not be one place we want to know. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you'd learn more from JR than me. Me, all you'd learn of is Google Translate is your friend. Use it judiciously. <laughs> Especially if you want to figure out what you're eating for breakfast. <laughs> you're on your own. <laughs> and Kay is saying, uh, I'm not the person to learn from. I've been to Japan once for three days. Uh, I, I believe that was from his job where he works in the um, transportation industry. Uh, in that time, he I found a way to offend a nice little sushi bar. Somehow got tuna fish pizza and allowed my wife to order teriyaki burger three times. Out of all those things, offending, I, I mean, okay, th that takes a lot because people know when you're a tourist and they should expect you to do tourist things. <laughs> this, is a, this is a story I'd love to hear at, at some point. I'm going, I don't think I managed to offend anybody except by how I looked when I was over there. <laughs> Note for those people, Kay says, do not tip in Japan. That might have been why they were offended. Go. That's the yeah. That's the ugh. yes. See, the problem is we're used. To, you're used to it here. You don't trip over, tip over in Europe generally either. So right. I have to remember. Okay, don't do the thing you normally do here. Right. So it's like eek. Um. So um. So yes, the in uh, I know in Europe it's just, they kind of tack on like a small service charge and that's the tip basically. Yeah, but if you're like my mom, you know Mama Canuck, what she would always do is just take the bills and leave the coins, mm -hmm. which which in Switzerland is actually pretty good because they have five franc coins, which is about okay in American money, that's about seven eight bucks. Mm. So one or two of those, and yeah, that's not that's not that's not chicken food. Yeah, uh, but in Japan, obviously, the rule is you don't tip, which actually um, is kind of a good thing in a way because you don't have to work out any extra things in your head. Um, let's see. Uh, Kay says, I felt so bad because it was a great little place with an older couple running it. Sushi Chef knew about 10 words of English, but they had an English menu. I would like to try that place out, Kay. You'll have to give me the information next time you know, when Japan opens their borders, basically. <laughs> um, there is one sushi place, if if she's still around, uh, has become very popular in the media, uh, Nadeshko Sushi, which is actually in Akihabara, and the head sushi chef is female. And she has a nice, uh, kind, homey atmosphere for everybody who who goes there. So if she's still open when I go to Japan, I'm going to try to make it a point to uh, try to go there at one point. Um, so uh, yeah, we could talk about Japan again. We'll have to dedicate another show to Japan travel, which will happen when? Who knows? Because it might be a moot point until they say, yeah, we can let tourists back in again. <laughs> and tourists are, willing, or tourists are willing to make the trip. That's the other thing. 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, Kay stayed in a comfort hotel. Yeah, I stayed in, I stayed in a comfort hotel too, Kay. Uh, and that was uh, the comfort hotel that I stayed in uh, next to Nagoya Airport. I uh, that was in 2017, and I took a few days to travel from Tokyo to Kyoto, not by bullet train, but by local trains to get more of the local flavor, and it was fun. Um, I stopped in, in Atami, a very popular hot spring town for a little while, and got my first dose of a Japanese hot spring. But I did not fully bathe myself in a hot spring. That still hasn't happened. But there was a nice little free foot bath outside the station that I dipped my feet into. And that was my first <laughs> my first um, Japanese uh, onsen experience, technically speaking. Um then I went, uh, continued a little bit, came across uh, a nice Japanese beach uh, during poor weather conditions, stopped in Shizuoka, had a nice little uh, food there, um, and then I made my way to um, Nagoya Airport, um, and I stayed at a comfort hotel. I had comfort um, points with uh, choice hotels to burn, I believe. That's how I stayed at this place, and... Uh, uh, the sleep wasn't all too good because we have the very latest in sleeping technology. We're going to give you a pillow that's as thin as a pancake, and that's your pillow. Oh, neck support? You don't need that. You'll have no <laughs> neck afterwards, but you don't need it. Exactly. <laughs> I still have to look up as to figure out why they thought it was an interesting idea, but it's going to steer me away from comfort hotels in the future, I think. Uh, or you bring your own pillow, one of the two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Angela, I'm probably, you know, maybe at some point, uh, in addition to uh, we're planning to do an updated show about ballet cosplay safety um, with regards to um, our mascot, Sarah Yoshida. Uh, but I think, you know, even if we can't travel, even we can at least dream about it, maybe we can do a show in the future that's, uh, travel focused. Uh, so we'll keep that in mind. Uh, maybe as an extra show during this month or the next where I don't have too many work days to worry about. <laughs> um, but, uh, again, uh, we want to, um, speaking of the Twitch streams, uh, let everybody know that we're doing some game streams on Twitch of various games. Uh, we'll probably be doing Jackbox here in a little while. Um, and, on some of the other days, we're also doing uh, other games, including a visual novel that uh, we're doing right now, a goal for my channel points. Interesting. Okay. Um, the one I stayed in was just north of the Japanese Central Station. It was great. It was, it was on the second floor of the building. The first floor is Japanese 7-Eleven. That's what Kay says. Um all right, now I'm going to have to continue this conversation. He says, the Japanese Central Station. Which Central Station? Because you have Tokyo, Shinagawa, Shibuya, Shinjuku, Ikebukuro, Ueno, and a few others not in that order. So there's more than one Japanese Central Station. You have to tell me which one you're talking about. Tokyo Central, there is... Then, then, okay. Are you, is he talking about Tokyo Station? Then, are you talking about Tokyo Station, the one that has the brick, the red brick building on one side? I just uh, want him to clarify that, and then we'll move on to the the next topic. <laughs> well, actually, I did want to I did want to point out because somebody was saying okay, he, uh, your your pillow takes up packing space. Well, no, not if you have the pillow I do. Because it has an air bladder inside. Oh, yes. You you flatten it, you throw it in the air, and it's like basically a couple a couple pairs of jeans. But nice. then you pump it back up again, and you have support for your neck, as opposed to, you know, like that on the bed, which oh, is what boy. you're describing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a comfort hotel near Tokyo Station. He's probably correct. Uh uh flax can we have the next ballet cosplay safety on twitch as well as anchor that is the plan um ducky hello ducky she's in the chat room quack quack she's asking what if it pops neff 
Well, first of all, it won't pop. Like, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that, okay, if you forget to deflate it in the airplane, then maybe there might be a problem in, in the cargo hold. But generally speaking, the way it's built, it doesn't leak air unless you actually, you know, make it open it, open the valve, which you can do mm. when you want to pack it and throw it in the suitcase. Mm. The only trick is it's a battery power pump. So you have to remember to take batteries with you, mm. which, of course, you shouldn't take rechargeable batteries and leave them in the pillow in the cargo hold. You should have them on you because, right. of course, all the rules around rechargeable batteries now are, and with good reason, very, very careful. Mm. Because, you know, lithium-ion has that nasty tendency that if it catches fire, yeah, it doesn't want to go out. Yeah. And that's not good. Right. Especially not in an airplane. It's flying so high, exactly. Um, as I was saying, though, we have uh, Twitch streams during the week, and one of the games we've been playing is a visual novel called My Tetsu, which is uh, an alternate universe-type uh a visual novel dealing with the uh, old Japanese railroads. And we left off, Neff, uh, where uh, we have the rail lord, because in this universe you need a rail lord to operate the steam locomotive or the rail car or the train or however they, however they say it. Um, but um, we were left off, and they were trying to look up some research about Hachiroku uh, and where Hachiroku's locomotive might be so she could be reunited with it and they can start running uh, possibly tourist trains to save the town. Um, so they are um, going through the old proprietors who used to own Hachiroku through his room and there are these stacks and stacks of books and magazines and whatnot. And uh, she says it's an int- uh, Liz says it's an interesting world building story that it is, um, but um, seeing the scenes in the uh, visual novel with the stacks of books kind of reminds me of Neff's place and his collection of anime and manga that I've seen countless amount of times. Okay, I, I will say this: I've had to go digital. Otherwise, I wouldn't have any room in my house. <laughs> so one of the titles I picked up, mm. uh, Shikimori is not just a cutie. It's available on Kindle. Uh, and it's one of those weird little rom-com type things where there's either something going on or they just do it to screw with the reader. I can't figure out which. Right. Because the female lead is this very, you know, it's it's high school, so, you know, this very typical, cute, you know, very attentive to her boyfriend who has the worst luck in the world. I mean, this poor guy can literally be walking along a road with a school bag over his shoulder. What do you think happens? Answer, a truck comes the other way and grabs onto the loop of his school bag and nearly yanks this poor guy, you know, but for his girlfriend managing to catch it before, you know, it becomes a disaster. And that's not the worst thing that happens to this guy. <laughs> but meanwhile, every so often, uh, the other kids make fun of him right. because of his bad luck, etc. And then while he's being comforted by the girlfriend, she'll turn and glare at them. And it's the glare that says, I can bury you in the backyard and no one will know. And then, like, half a second later, it's gone. And you're going, did I just see that? No, 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 that can't be right. And then she does it again later, and you're just going, okay, then. (laughs) Now, sometimes she does it when she wants to look cool for her boyfriend. So it's not that bad. But it's when she's doing it to glare at the other folk that I just go, that's an axe murderer coming. Don't ask me when, don't ask me how, but there's going to be body parts in some at some point. Yikes. This is something that I think is going to have to be turned into an anime at some point if it hasn't already. Funny thing is, right now there's only two volumes of it. I, there might be more coming, I don't know, because unfortunately, buying books on Kindle and finding out when the next thing is, mm-hmm. is kind of a, you know, a turkey shoot. I mean, at least with the i with the iBook app, 
or whatever they call it these days. I don't know. It will tell you if if a future volume is coming and would you like to order it? <laughs> and I got a commerce. Yeah, well, you know, Apple and, you know, like trying to suck money out of you. Right. You know, I mean, one of, one of my favorite ma- manga for doing that uh, was Usegi-san Wants to Hang Out. Mm-hmm. Usegi-san. So, like, for, read the first volume. Second volume is about, okay. Third, and they literally lead you down the garden path until you're at the end. Uh-huh. And here's when we think the new volume is. Do you want to pre-order it? <laughs> Pre-ordered. Duh. Yeah. So... Like I said, and and you don't notice how many books you bought because you don't see the physical books until you look at your iPad and you're going, how come I got no space on this thing again? You go through, you go through and you find out and you're like, oh, all these books are taking up all this space. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> we have, we have to stick you into that room in the visual novel, I think. Oh dear. You'd never get me out of there. That's a bad thing. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, for those of you interested, we're going to continue watch, um, watching and playing that visual novel tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern, we will continue playing uh, My Tattoo, and hopefully we're at the point where Hachidoku is reunited with her locomotive. Um, it is uh, five minutes to nine, so uh, we're probably going to wrap things up here in a moment. Uh, Keiichi-san said... The hotel he stayed in was actually a hotel I had considered once. Comfort Hotel Tokyo Kiyosumi Shirakawa. And it has the added function of having a convenience store on the first floor, which is always nice. Um, But yeah, Kiyosumi Shirakawa is an area that is east of Tokyo Station. It is connected by the uh, Oedo subway line and the Hanzomon subway line. Uh, the Hanzomon subway line is um, of particular importance because it connects to Tokyo City Air Terminal at Suitengu Maya Station, from which you can take an airport bus to either Haneda Airport or Narita Airport. Have I bored you already, Neff? Because I'm I'm getting these stupid. I keep forgetting to turn off the warnings on my watch, and it's like, oh, I'm getting a warning for this. Oh, I'm getting a warning for this. Ah, heck. <laughs> I'm getting a warning now that I'm rambling about Tokyo travel. So, <laughs> no, that would be a loud buzzer sound that I would make. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're recording this. I'm going to turn that into a sound. I think so. We have a soundboard in one day. <laughs> uh oh. Or you can go to Tokyo Central Station and take Narita Express. That's also another option, especially if you have a Japan Rail Pass. You could probably take uh, uh, a train uh, into you know a central area, wherever you know close to where you're going, and then you can head to where you're staying at by subway or even by taxi. You could take a taxi if if it's a short trip. It won't be too expensive. In fact. Uh, They've made their shorter trips less expensive and their longer trips more expensive to try to uh, entice people to take shorter trips in the cab. And there are also ways you can hail a cab through a smart app, too. Hey, it, it, the, the trick is with the Japanese cabs, they're so clean and well-organized, it's like you want to take them. Yes. As opposed to, you know, say, New York City, where the cabs can be sometimes hit and miss. <laughs> as they hit, as they almost hit you, before they miss you and let you inside. <sighs> I've mentioned this before, Neff, but uh, there was um, uh, a um, an episode of uh, Hey Spring of Trivia, um, which was the you know the which was brought over here to the states like MXC was, mm-hmm. um, but there's a version that I don't think they've translated into English where. What would happen, uh, somebody sent in a request, what would happen uh, and how much would it cost to take a taxi from Tokyo and you go all the way to the northern part of Japan, Wakanai, Hokkaido, by taxi? would have been able to buy that taxi probably (laughs) twice. I don't know if it's online, but if it is, maybe I'll post it in the Discord and whatnot. Because it took the producer, I guess, doing the experiment several tries uh, 
to ask somebody to take him all the way to Hokkaido because I was going to say to find a driver crazy enough to take him all the way to Hokkaido. Right. And then, uh, you know, it involves taking the taxi, taking a ferry because you can't, there's no undersea tunnel by car. You take the ferry and then you continue all the way to the end. And then, uh, at the very end, you see the amount on the, on the fare meter and the guy, the producer, just like a regular uh, taxi uh, trip, pays him the money and walks away. And that's it. And now what does the taxi guy do? <laughs> he either finds a way to make money on the way back or all the money he made is basically going to gas to get him home again. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, if uh, if I can find that link, that's going to be my uh, my challenge here to find that link to see if that exists from the show. The only way I saw it is that um, there were a few years where um, uh, Fuji Television uh, aired Japanese programmings uh, late in the evening on Fridays, and I kind of watched that for a little while. And they aired the Hay Spring of Trivia episodes, including. Uh, stuff that has been translated into English and stuff that hasn't been translated into English. So very interesting to see. Um, one of them, um, uh, one of those uh, challenges that they aired that they didn't translate, um, Yohitoto, which is a very popular uh, Japanese singer back when the show aired in its heyday, they say if you slow her singing down to 70% she would say she would sound like Ken Hirai and okay. it's eerily close <laughs> I'm gonna find that too <laughs> oh boy now he's down the rabbit hole folks but I should I shouldn't say anything because MXC when it was brought over here was one of those guilty pleasures for me you know mm. it was basically overdubbed it was really insane. But then the Americans got a hold of it. No offense, JR. Mm. And they made their own version. Wipeout on ABC. And that, for some reason, in my area, airs at 1.30 in the morning on Saturday. <laughs> and for some reason, after watching hockey till 1 in the morning, I find myself oddly fascinated by watching people getting the crap beat out of them trying to win money. <laughs> by these over overgrown, you know, I won't say killing machines, but it's pretty close. If you have, because Plu- you see these people getting booted and flying, and it's like, Ugh. if you have Pluto, I don't know if Pluto's a thing in Canada, but they have a twenty-four hour wipeout channel. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> twenty-four hours of people getting the crap kicked out of them. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. So, again, if I can find these clips, I will post them in our Discord. And speaking of our Discord, uh, that will take us to our closing commentary. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this broadcast or one of our podcasts, drop us a line at ExtremeAnimeRadio at gmail.com. You can check out our archive podcasts on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash radio. And if you want to get in touch with us via social media, you can do that by following the link at Linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Anime Radio. There you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter account, our Instagram account, and our server on Discord. So that's why I'll be posting the the links if I can find them to what we had just mentioned. And that will happen after we do some Jackbox play which will happen in a few minutes here on our Twitch stream uh, on a separate feed. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we thank you for joining us for this first Extreme Anime Radio podcast in March. We thank you for watching. We thank you for listening. We hope you will continue to follow us and subscribe on Twitch. Get those fancy emotes on the uh, Twitch chat that you can take advantage of uh, by supporting us. In the meantime, for Neff, I'm JR. Thank you for your support, and remember... Keep on listening for the Extreme Mario podcasts, and don't forget to check out our Twitch streams. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. 